In our Gospel reading, we're in the midst of hearing from our Lord Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount. And in the passage that we hear today, we hear that He wants to save us from worry and to give us a share in His peace and His joy. So we heard Him say, Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about your body, what you will wear. He wants to give us his peace. Now, in order to seek to persuade us of this, we heard him offer a variety of reasons. One of the reasons that he offers is to say, isn't life more than food? Isn't the body more than clothing? Well, of course it is, isn't it? But isn't that a message we need to hear when commercial advertising is so constantly telling us the opposite? Our Lord Jesus reminds us, yes, life is more than food. The body is more than clothing. This is one reason he offers. The second reason he offers is to point out that worrying won't actually accomplish the goal. If the goal is to have ourselves provided with these things, worry won't get us any closer to it at all. It's useless. So why do it? But, of course, the principal reason that he offers to us in this passage for why we don't need to worry is that he shows us the provision of God the Father. And so he gives us the example. He points our attention to other creatures in creation, to the birds of the sky, to the flowers, the wild flowers in the field. He says, look at them. Don't you see how they are provided for? This is how God provides for them in just the same way. God the Father can provide for you even more. Because he knows what we need. And so in this way, we come to the teaching that is called divine providence. This teaching taught by Christ's church that God cares for all of us. And that he cares from things from the least to the greatest events of the world. The teaching that God does whatever he pleases and there is nothing that can stop him. That indeed, there is nothing at all that ever happens except what he either chooses or permits. Now because of this, our Lord Jesus' teaching broadens. It is not only about worry over food and clothing, drink, but it's more than that, that it addresses any worries that we have, any fears that we have, any concerns that we could have about things that could happen now or in the future, any of this, no matter how small or how large, our Lord Jesus' teaching applies to this. And he tells us that we are indeed in the hands of a loving Heavenly Father, and that nothing whatsoever, will happen outside of his control. He has all of this in control. He has all of it in his plan. Nothing can ever happen outside of his control. Now, in order to understand that better, we should take note of at least two things. The first thing we should take note of is that when everything is happening within God's plan, that his plan is not necessarily our plan. 
Indeed, very often it is not. So while we might think that we want our lives to be shaped according to comfort or success or pleasure in the way the world defines these things, well, that's not necessarily God's plan for us. God's plan for us is what? That we should be conformed to the image of His Son, that we should be more and more like Jesus Christ, that we should become saints, that we should become people who are increasingly loving and generous, holy, free, and strong, just like our Lord Jesus, just like all the saints of history that have followed Him and imitated Him and become like Him, truly fit for the kingdom of heaven, strong and holy within ourselves, and a blessing to those around us. This, this is what God wants. And so for this reason, the world within his control, a life within his control, will not look like a pleasure palace, but it will look like a training ground. And it will look like a mission field. This is what he wants for us within this life. And so he may well allow difficult or painful things to happen. But only if he can bring greater good out of them. And when in the end, so to speak, the book is open and we find out his reasons, then, then we'll find out just how everything that he chose or permitted was indeed the perfect thing for us. The perfect thing to bring us to heaven as saints. So that's the first thing to note, is that God's plan is very often not our plans. The second thing to note is that this is not anything like fatalism. There's a difference between what God wills and what God permits. God never causes evil. He never wills evil. Never. He may permit evil. But for what purpose? Very often, he might permit evil because he wants us to share in overcoming it. And so he actually intends us to struggle against the evil that he permits within ourselves or within others. Thus, for example, for someone caught in human trafficking, forced into prostitution or slave labor, it is not his will that they be caught in that. It is his will that they should escape that and that the rest of us should help them to be rescued from that. This is not fatalism. It is not passivity. Rather, it is a trust, a trust that can lead to strength and to boldness. So, when it comes to our own lives, do we believe this? And I want to go a little more deeply than just do we assent to our Lord's teaching, because we know that it can be possible to, on the one hand, to assent to this teaching that God the Father provides for us cares for us, knows what we need, and is leading us along this path, while at the same time, continuing at different times to worry and to fear. These two things shouldn't be simultaneous in our lives, and yet, of course, they may be. So then what do we do about that? If we're believing our Lord's words on the one hand, but still worrying or fearing, what to do? I would suggest two steps. First, to look to gaze. Upon what? Upon, first of all, as our Lord Jesus directs our attention, upon creation itself, to look around and see God's provision in action. 
to look also at the past events of our own lives. Look back over the years of your past and see how God has led you, guided you, protected you, changed you. Look also at the lives of the saints through history and also the lives of the saints around us now. Look at these. Look at the truth that we have looked at today about divine providence, especially as our Lord Jesus expresses it. Look at these things, meditate upon them, draw them into your mind and your heart. That's the first step. Having done that, the second step is then to take this thing that you believe and now see more clearly and bring it into contact with the things that you worry or fear about. And take the worst. What is the worst thing, the worst possibilities that you're afraid of? Take those things, bring them into contact. Do it on an intellectual level, thinking about how these things compare to each other and match up. Do it in prayer. Bringing all the worst fears and worries to our Lord in prayer. It may be that when we do this, first of all, we might notice it might be that some of those aspects of the things we fear we realize are unrealistic or, or will not happen within our Lord's loving control. It may be that some of them will disappear when we actually do this comparison. But it may also be that some of the things that we fear we might recognize our possibilities. We might see that in some of the lives of the saints that some of these things came to pass. But... But we will see when we bring these things into contact, the things we fear with God's protection and plan, is that we can see that if they should happen, that they would only happen if they're part of his perfect plan for us and for others, and that he will be with us, and that he will give us what we need to face these things, to grow in them, and to be a blessing to others if they should happen. And thus it can be that we can find that peace and joy that our Lord Jesus wants us to have, no matter what should happen. May we find that peace and joy. Our Lord Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. Each day has enough evil for itself. Even if a mother should forget her child, I will never forget you. Do not worry about what you will eat, what you will drink. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you besides.